Yo, what's up, everybody? Manny Garavito back at it for another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live every day-ish to talk to the people of Miami and see what's going on. What you talking about? Max B, fresh air, food, water, sunlight, Helena Lourdes, Dejankovic, Ariana. We lit 84. Well, if you were born in 1984, how lit can you really get? I think if you're an older person past the age of 30, uh, you're no longer lit. You're like uh, you're like a little amber. <laughs> you got a little bit of an amber going. First and foremost, thank you everybody for coming out. Thank you. And get lit. Age of 30. What do you mean? <laughs> Those days are long gone. Only get lit from like the ages of uh, 18. I is we lit era, and then from uh, 30 to uh, 50, us, uh, <laughs> you probably a sugar daddy, and then there's just a photo of the sugar babies that you on your boat. Snap that, post it on Instagram, your bed by 8 p.m., and then the next morning when you look at the photo. Yesterday, we were lit. <laughs> it's all an illusion, man. Yeah, you can't get lit past the age of 30. Big Daddy D, what's up, guys? Rob, Lorenz, uh, Lorenza, Lorenza Sands, what's up, man? So how's your Monday going, man? Are you guys ready for another Monday? Is spring break over? Can we go back to South Beach in peace? Can we drive through South Beach and get a bag of cocaine like a local? Can we get a bag of coke in peace in Miami now? Or, or are we stuck in traffic? <laughs> right? I, I, I can't go to my plugs during spring break, even though there's plugs all over the place to go across that fucking bridge. Um, you, know, you, know, you know what the best thing is, guys? Uh, South Beach has really become its own city. I think Miami Beach should be its own city. Like, you've got Miami, and then you separate Miami to Miami Beach. Hell, it could probably be considered part of the Caribbeans, really. Uh, the, the Caribbean, I'm sorry. The Caribbean. Uh, and uh, I think Miami is really in a nice little position for it to revolutionize what we're known for. Because, come on, one of the best beaches to visit the entire United States is South Beach. Let's face it. And it's not necessarily because of the waters or the views. It's just because there's a lot of sandy booty, Latina booty mostly, in the area. Okay, that's the number. Can you imagine where else is there an attraction where uh, people go specifically for the women, right? Like if you look at a brochure about South Beach, the only there's no focus on, you know, most of the times what what do what do beachside resorts advertise? They advertise uh, margaritas like enjoy a cold frozen margarita while you enjoy the palm tree views in this beautiful ocean breeze on your uh, seaside resort, right? Like that's how beaches are advertised in travel agencies. But Miami Beach should be advertised like, you wanna see uh, Latino women twerking for no reason? Well, come on down to South Beach because we got that, we got blow, we got nightlife. And did I mention the ladies? We're all, <laughs> we're all in on it. Uh, Cause my, that's, Miami Beach is one of the more popular beaches in the entire United States. But I, I think it's not, the beach itself is not that, it's not that beautiful, man, right? I've never seen sea turtles or, or dolphins doing flips. It's always like shark attacks and, and jellyfish, right? 
Uh, it's like a sal- it's like a safari of booty. Yeah. <laughs> you rent out a jet ski instead of like a Jeep going down the safari looking for animals. You, you get a jet ski, right? And you get a tour guide on the jet ski. They're like, shh, shh, shh. stay quiet, guys. There's a group of lit Latinas 60 feet ahead of us. <laughs> Look at them as they lay down the towels close to the shore. Oh, wait, you got a mail. We've got a male approaching them. Oh, and he walks away. He couldn't get the numbers. <laughs> What's up, Cuban? It's funny. Chelsea K. It's an eco-friendly attraction. Indeed. Uh, zero votes. Uh, CPJ. Marty, what's up, man? All right, so Mocha wants to know, when am I going to sh- trim my mustache? That's the only thing that I can grow properly. I think my mustache is very Miami-appropriate especially as a comedian, because you can't take me seriously with this thing on. Let's face it. Like, if I were to walk up to you, you know damn well nothing serious is about to be said. Like, imagine me looking at your heart with this mustache. You can't take me seriously. <laughs> this is part of my act, right? I got a nice, have a nice little porn mustache, right? It looks like I, it looks like I should have, like, my pink fingers long. I'm about to do blow with it, right? Like, I'm wearing, like, tropical floral shirts, Right. And I, if I just walk up to you, like if I if you were at a bar and I just walk up to you, you would just think to yourself, like, oh, this guy's either going to offer me blow or ask me to audition for a porn that he's directing. <laughs> I've got the classic 1970s, 1980s Miami look. OK, because that's where I'm from. Uh, are you still doing. Aaron Bead says, are you still doing comedy coaching? I am. Uh, if you're interested in comedy coaching, definitely hit me up. It, and let me go ahead and just clarify this. Uh, it, co- coaching is different than classes and workshops. There's nothing worse than somebody approaching me for coaching. And then they're just like, so when does class start? When do you do your classes? I'm like, I don't do a fucking class. What's your joke formula? A formula for jokes. That's just tacky. Joke formula. No, I'm going to show you how to be funny in your regular life so you don't have to try so hard. Because I think that's, that's what makes me so special as a comedian, man. I don't got to try to be funny. It's either you like it or you don't. Either way, I'm still going to do it. Now, imagine going out into life like that, where you're just going to do whatever the fuck you want, regardless of what anyone says. E- eventually, you're going to hit it, right? Eventually, you're going to have something that goes viral or somewhat viral. Eventually, if you mack it to enough women, so one of them is going to say yes to going out on a date, like all you got to do is just keep doing it, keep going. And next thing you know, one day fortune kicks in and then, you know, yeah, it's got to be consistent. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait, Aaron, are you referring to, uh, are you referring to the podcast? Yes, I will be doing the podcast again shortly. The thing is I already got, I already got some good clients. I've got uh, currently working with a handful of clients right now for coaching and uh, you know, I'm kind of good with that, right? Uh, coaching is a very high-end service, so yeah, I'm pretty comfy with it. But uh, to get back to the podcasting, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm currently working with a content creator. Yeah, you'll see it, Aaron. You follow my personal page, you'll see it eventually when I'm ready. All right. Besides, I got to go on another vacation soon. Oh, your boy's going on vacation again. God damn it, Manny! Can you stop flexing? We get it. You live in a garage. You've got no responsibilities, and then you get to travel. And what are you going to do? You're going to take the photo with the laptop in front of a window? You know I am. You know I am. Is it really a vacation if you don't rub it in people's faces? 
I want to ask the people out there, is it a vacation if you don't post about it? It's not a vacation. The reason you go on vacation is to let people know you're on vacation. (laughs) The reason you go to Miami Beach during spring break is to have a video of you twerking or getting twerked on, okay? Because if you're not posting videos, if you're not posting photos of you on vacation, then what? why are you even going on vacation in the first place? The people must know that you're out there living your best life, okay? Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to be funny like you. Thank you, Aaron. That's a very nice thing to say. Uh, well, all right, you want, uh, you want me to give you some tidbits on how to be funny? I'll share. I'll, I'll give you guys some coaching advice, all right? But this, this is high end, all right? I get paid $250 plus an hour, uh, depending on how unfunny you are, right? Because there's nothing worse than starting from all the way down to the scratch of it all. You know, somebody just shows up and is like, I want to be funny. It's like, all right, what's your favorite joke? I don't know. Who's your favorite comedian? I don't have one. I'm like, oh, man, we got a lot of work to do. Here we go. Uh, all right, so here, here's how you be funny every day. Uh, first things first, you gotta have, you gotta have, a, a, you gotta understand what makes you laugh, okay? Because there's nothing worse than you trying to make somebody laugh with a sense of humor that isn't yours, it's somebody else's. That's the worst because if it's not natural to you, then you're forcing it, okay? So you have to, uh, in order for you to find your sense of humor, you gotta, you gotta have confidence to know that if you can make yourself laugh, you can make anyone laugh, okay? That's number one. As a matter of fact, Aaron, why don't you throw in 99 cents uh, badge for me giving you some free ass coaching? That's the least you can do. So the first thing is you gotta be confident in the fact that what makes you laugh is, is good enough to make other people laugh, okay? And then once you understand it, you then start collecting examples of it, all right? So you collect examples of, uh, a funny thing here, something you heard on the radio, something you saw as a sketch, something you, like a one-liner or a movie or something a comedian said, and then you collect what you found funny. You may, maybe you got like a book or maybe something like electronic. <laughs> Aaron actually bought a badge. <laughs> All right, there you go. You're going to get your money's worth. Here we go. All right, so then what you do is if you got a collection of what you find funny, movies, actors, one-liners, punchlines, stand-up specials, comedians, you now have a representation on who you are with your sense of humor. Like, you know, you kind of get like a better understanding of it. And because of that understanding, you can then start remixing it. (laughs) Aaron says, I'm dedicated. Well, then hit me up for coaching, man. Save up some money. It's 90 days to 365 days. It's either three months or a year. And we focus on how to make uh, you naturally funny. All right. So what you do is uh, you collect, you review it, and then you've got a better sense of what makes you laugh. So then what you do is you then start remixing it. You go out into the world, and then you start practicing this label of comedy that you've discovered for yourself. Hey, Big Daddy D, hey, guys, we're making, we making some money tonight. Cha-ching! I got to make a cha-ching sound. Thank you, Big Daddy D. Awesome. All right. So, all right. So, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do free coaching and then you guys just buy badges. How's that? <laughs> uh, all right. So, what was I? All right. So, this is called the Magpie Mind. All right. So, since you guys put something in the jar, I'm going to share with you a very powerful coaching technique. And I read this in a book called The Elements of Wit. So, the Magpie Mind is this muscle, is this technique to exercise your humor muscle. So, what you do is you collect funny things 
And then when you go out in the world, you try to recreate it. You try to find how to say that, right? And the reason why they call it a magpie is because it's a bird that collects things for its nest. And then it also talks a lot. So if you collect things that are a part of your sense of humor and you go out in the world and you start like trying to reiterate what you've been collecting in your own life, you then start remixing the, the humor that you like. You then start finding different ways to say things or you find a better timing. Uh, when somebody says something, there's something that you remember that you collected that you're like, oh, this goes perfect here. And then if you keep that cycle going where you're uh, practicing over and over and over, eventually uh, you can start gaining this uh, confidence or your muscle, your humor muscle starts kicking in. And then next thing you know, like you're just fast, like you then just get fast with it. So the re- the reason why I do this podcast, guys, is to practice that. Like every day I write down a couple of pointers like on my thing. I write down a couple of things and then I just go live and then I just start riffing and trying to see where, what, what can I say? Where's the joke, right? Because once you keep talking and talking and talking with, with something that you've been collecting, eventually something's going to come out. And then what I do is I record it. I get that thing that's funny. I, I go on stage, I practice it, or then I write a, a meme out of it or like a Twitter line out of it. And then now, you're, now I'm collecting my own jokes. I collect other people's jokes riff try to find the funny no not not just other people's jokes i try to collect my thoughts during the day right and then i go live i practice and then if i find something funny i then uh record it and i post it on uh on my own uh twitter or instagram lorenzo sans says awesome advice i love tignotario yeah and tignotario is really good um what's her name i just said check out and i see her face but i don't know her oh tomlinson tomlinson let me see uh let me give you her name right now tomlinson comedian uh check out taylor tomlinson very funny um and i also like uh uh meanspiration who does the meanspiration podcast Uh, Annie Letterman. Annie Letterman is also very funny. Check out uh, Annie Letterman. Yeah, Taylor Tomlinson and Annie Letterman. That's two of my favorite. Uh, those are like definitely top 10 for me. Like they're very creative. They're very funny. And they're very original. All right. There's nothing better than an original comedian, right? You don't want a comedian that has a shtick or some sort of, uh, you don't want to be a hack, right? Like you want to make sure that you evolve as a comedian so that you can uh, discover more uh, parts of yourself when it comes to humor, right? So like I'm thinking about uh, practicing or trying to discover like uh, uh, sketch writing. Like I have a green screen, like I can easily do sketches, but I've never really, I mean, I've, I've dabbled, but I've never really gone too deep into sketch writing, but I have all the equipment needed to do it. So maybe in the future you might see some, you know, you might wake up one day and there's a video of me pretending to do sketch. Um, all right, let's get down to the reads, everybody. Uh, this show is sponsored by Ellie Venus. Ellie Venus is a health insurance agent and a subject expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable. And those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs. 
He can also help anyone anywhere with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today. He's the health insurance man. 305-335-3944. Email is eliavinas, E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. All right. Thank you, Eliu. Moving on. All right. So, uh, you know, this is funny that I sometimes get the best names for the podcast, even though I have no idea what I'm really going to talk about. And then when I get into it, eventually it, it ends up being part of the title. So what you're talking about is a perfect title to this podcast. Uh, so let's continue practicing a little more uh, some of these coaching techniques, shall we? Um, another thing is most comedians, they have uh, something that I've learned in this book called Hitmakers by Derek Thompson. He, he talks about how people on the internet get... Uh, get big, right? Like how do, how do, how do things go quote unquote viral or how do things uh, become more accepted than others? And the number one differentiating factor about trying to make it big as a comedian is if you go online and you try to do things on your own and it's way different, it probably won't be picked on by someone that's doing something that's very familiar. Because unfortunately, the majority of people, especially when they're, you know, mindlessly scrolling, their, their mindset is in, a, is, is in a very like flow state, like very slumber state when you're like, you know, you know, you've been there, the fucking rabbit, the rabbit holes, right? You're like asleep while you're doing it. You're just like watching like today I did. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not that person either. Today I was on YouTube and YouTube just kept showing me something after another. So in the book, they say when people get in that mindset and they start going through social media and they start going through like the internet, only things that are familiar in, t- in, is, entices them so if you try to do something too different they don't like it like uh who's that guy (laughs) like when i went from memes to showing my face fuck that guy right because it's it it's unfamiliar they don't they don't get it they don't want to get it who the fuck is he i don't care right but if you see a face of somebody that you've been seeing for a while you know like you've seen a sketch that that he or she does like okay then they'll see the sketch but if it's a face they haven't seen before they won't see the sketch most likely not okay so that's number one. The second thing uh, that comedians need to understand about quote unquote going viral is that viral is really a misnomer. You really can't go viral because going viral means there's a patient zero and then one person gets it and then two people get it and then four people get it and then eight and so on and so forth. That's viral. The reason why something has millions and millions of views, sure, it can have some effect of like repeated shares, but the real reason something gets a lot of exposure is because the channels are already set up. Okay, so if somebody has 100,000 followers, they're more likely to get 200,000 followers if they keep going. All right, if somebody has 16,000 followers, it's not going to be as easy to reach 100,000 the same way the 100,000 will reach 200,000. So it's like a multiplier effect. And what you do is if you really want to be a hit maker without necessarily going quote unquote viral, all you got to do is you just got to build up the channels. Uh, Lorenzo Sanz says that makes sense. They want to relate and connect instantly. Yeah, exactly. If they don't connect instantly, they, they just don't want it. That's why cats are killing it. Every cat looks the same <laughs> and they're all adorable. It's easily consumable. Oh my God, look at the cat playing with the snow. Like, oh my God, who's this mustache man talking for 30 minutes? Uh, block. <laughs> all right, so uh, that's, uh, I'll give you one more. All right, since you guys uh, pitched in. Oh, you're getting your money's worth. All right, here we go. One more uh, coaching tip. Um, You know, the secret to really making a name for yourself on the internet is uh, consistency. You've got to do something over and over and you've got to do it to the point where 
you're not going to get paid for it. And you're, and, and if you didn't, if you never got pay, gotten paid for it, you would actually be uh, okay with that. Okay. Like you, you've got to be so dedicated with what, what it is that you want to put on the internet that it's got to come to a point where you don't care if you're not going to make any money off of it, because if it's the passion that allows you to be consistent. So in order for, in order for you to be quote unquote known, there's a, so there's a difference between being known and being famous. Famous is like Dwayne Johnson, the rock, Kevin Hart, uh, celebrities, pop stars, Billie Eilish, like that's famous, but there's also people that are known. And the main difference between famous and known is, of course, some people just have a lot of clout, a lot of pull based on their movies and previous accomplishments. But the ones that are known are the ones that create a specific kind of content and they're reliable at it, meaning they do it often and consistently. So like you'll know that I'm more, more, I'm more likely to go live to talk some shit with you at 6 p.m. Friday and I stayed consistent at it, right? Uh, so that's, that's how people, uh, build a following. You got to be consistent and you got to be so passionate about it that you can't stop, even if you don't get paid. All right. And that's what a lot of comedians got to do. Uh, I make my kids roll their eyes every day, never get paid. Yeah, exactly. But they know damn well, when you walk in that room, those eye muscles are about to move. <laughs> they can already feel the twitch in the back of their eyes. Like, oh boy. Here we go. Uh, so there you go, guys. Some back-to-back coaching. Pow, pow. I'm legit. All right. For those that are listening that might be interested in my coaching, I'm actually a legit coach. Certified, well-read, been doing it for over a decade. All right. I'm not a faker. I'm the real deal. I actually think I'm one of the best coaches there are. I may not be famous, but uh, I've had uh, over a dozen clients. I'm helping, I'm helping people open comedy clubs right? Uh, fuck it. I'll say it. I, I'm helping Kyle. I'm coaching Kyle grooms in, 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 uh, opening laugh lounge. It's a, it's a big success. It's booming by the way, by the way, uh, earthquake will be at the laugh lounge this Thursday. So if you guys want to see a really good show, make sure you go buy tickets, Marty Fergang. There you go. Marty with the testimonials. Marty's also one of my coaching clients. Marty has been getting booked repeatedly his performance has been immense marty's marty's getting so good that i'm about to ask him to coach me that's how good he's getting (laughs) marty how'd you get so good so quickly what's your secret here's a refund show me how you did it (laughs) uh so yeah if you guys are serious if anyone out there is listening and you're and you're serious about getting in touch with your sense of humor being funny online pulling in the ladies maybe the other way around maybe the ladies pulling in the guys with some humor uh, hit me up, DM me, send me an email, manny at mannygaravito.com or check out my website, mannygaravito.com. Check out my work. And uh, yeah, you let me know, man. Be- having a sense of humor now in 2021 and beyond is so important because the world needs it. I think the reason we're so, we're, we're so fucked up right now is because not a lot of people are thinking critically in terms of, of having humor. Everything is so serious. Everything's a fucking issue. Every, everyone out there almost seems like they have a stick up their ass about every single thing, right? Right? So what do you got to do instead? If you're a voice of reason through humor, you're going to be killing it. So now's the time to get in touch with your inner comedian and develop it because the world needs you. All right, that's it. Thank you for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. I'm Manny Garavito, comedy coach extraordinaire. Go to MiamiComedy.com to see our next show. Oh yeah, let me go ahead and run down the shows. Tonight, Red Bar, Mondays, Red Bar. 
Tuesday, Sweet Caroline. Wednesday, oh, I'm glad I stuck around. I almost forgot to mention, Pilos Winwood is no mas. Oh, hold on, is there? No, I got nothing. Uh, Pilos and Winwood is no more. Oh, I'm glad Bake just showed him because I'm about to plug him in too. All right, so Pilos and Winwood is no more. You're welcome, Lorenza. So we're now going to do a show Wednesday night starting in May at Focal Brewery, which is an amazing place to watch a show. Uh, Jay Clark Comedy says, hey, I'm an Orlando comic. I just came here. Anything going on this week? Go to MiamiComedy.com, JK. Uh, Let me know when uh, you want to swing by. All right. So Tuesday, Sweet Caroline. Wednesday, starting in May, Focal Brewery. Okay. Uh, Thursday, Laugh Lounge over at the Urban, okay? Friday, Fun Dimension, Winwood. Saturday, Nothing Yet. Sunday, oh, no, actually, Saturday, yeah, I almost forgot. Baked, Plix, Baked Pliskin. He's got a good room brewing over at Berries in Coconut Grove. Berries at the Grove. Very fancy place, by the way. If you guys are looking for a Saturday night show, go to Berries in Coconut Grove. That's the new hotspot. We got this cool little space upstairs. It's got a spotlight. It's got audio. And my boy, uh, Big Pliskin, is going to be hosting it. I'll be showing up, doing a couple of bits here and there. You know what I mean? You know, talking shit, right? Talking to, the, talking to the Coconut Grove ladies. I know you go to UM. Let me get in on some of that uh, trust fund. <laughs> Let me win my way into your heart and into your trust fund. And then Sunday, we're over at uh, uh, Tipsy Flamingo coming soon. All right, MiamiComedy.com. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Have a great night, everybody.